0: What is up people, my name is Reese, or Next Gen Novelist, welcome back to the From Zero podcast where I talk about my thoughts and experiences as an aspiring author of the next generation. So, today we're going to be talking about the topic of setting goals and timeframes. No, not timetables, timeframes. And we will discuss what the difference between that is. It's actually very quick. don't have to make a big discussion out of it. But very simply, uh, <laughs> it's a bit weird. I'm just kind of jumping into the podcast without really any kind of intro. To be honest, uh, it's a bit strange. But, um, yeah, it's it's been a decent week, I suppose. It's been an all right week. I guess I could say that. And, um, oh, actually, I do have something to say. I began... Uh, Writing a short story That's a little different to um, uh, What's a little different to It's a little different maybe things you've read By me before This is quite a uh, A bit of an experimental uh, Work I'm kind of trying to see How I can play around with Different things um, in writing I really don't want to say much about it to anybody But um, it's not like it's going to be crazy crazy but it's going to be quite different and uh yeah when that's when that's done when that's on my website i'll be sure to let you know might be done by next week uh, no guarantees though but that would be me giving a time frame next week right time frame so i say between now and next week potentially a short story from me could be coming out it is currently called liberation of inspiration whether or not it will still be called that at the time is dependable on certain things but it may well be so right now the work and is that and as i say the time frame is that it will be out within maybe a week maybe two weeks no guarantees because <clears throat> you know if you're a writer you know these things are never always guaranteed That's why this podcast, actually, this particular episode might be quite useful for you. Um, This is something that is 100% based on my own experiences. And so this isn't something I've actually learned from any other authors or anything like that. This is actually something that purely I'm giving to you from my own experience of what works for me. Now, what works for me is that setting goals and time frames, right? So let's talk about what each of those things are, okay? So a goal, you know what a goal is. It's just you say, I want to achieve this, right? You have a goal to write a 1,000 words a day, maybe, maybe 500 words, maybe one word. You have a goal to just write some, a page a week or maybe 100 words a week, okay? You have a goal. Your goal is to finish a novel, to finish your short story, to finish your novella, Uh, whatever it is, right? Whatever project you're working on, you want to ideally finish it. Or if you don't plan on finishing it, you plan on learning something from the process of creating it, yeah? So maybe this isn't a project that you want to actually finish, but you're thinking, oh, you know, what can I learn from this? I'm experimenting with different things to see what I could potentially learn from it that I could translate into uh, something else that could transfer to another work and that's what your goal is now I said in my very first podcast that I believe starting with a vision aka a goal is ideal if you want to create a cohesive work um, and I think that's important so if you're going to create stories that are going to be cohesive they're going to be tight they're going to be strong you need to have a goal that unifies everything Right? Some kind of vision that unifies everything. Otherwise it's very easy for it to just go all over the place very quickly because there's no particular, you know, backbone behind it, like no particular uh destination. I don't know why I said backbone, but destination is more what I'm trying to get at. And so that is basically what I define goal as, right? Very clear, it's what you already understand time frame is perhaps the one that's a bit more interesting and perhaps the one that you've heard less about time frame to me is how long do you want to take to attain that goal okay so if you say i want to write a hundred words in what time frame you know um if you say a day that's kind of making a timetable of it because that means that every day you have to set aside a certain amount of time to uh to write those words but why are you doing that there must be some kind of goal you're trying to achieve through writing that so that that's one of the smaller goals but there must be this you know larger goal that you're trying to attain you know and whatever that larger goal is which is probably you know writing a book that goal uh you know the smaller goals help build toward that and that's where a lot of people will talk about timetables and stuff because timetables help break things down and it helps you to have a physical representation of what you're doing throughout your day i don't uh, i don't use timetables i do not like them very much whether or not at some point later on in my life they'll become a necessity or something, I don't know. But I really like spontaneity, and it's worked for me quite well. It's never actually not worked for me. I've never, I've not reached a point in my life yet where a timetable has actually been necessary. Um, I think for some people it's probably helpful for them to see how much time they've got in the day and it makes it very clear how much time maybe they're not utilising properly. The thing is I'm already very aware of how much time I'm not utilising properly and I don't view it, it doesn't make me feel bad, right? Um, a lot of the time when it comes to these things like goals and consequences and you know, when you set a goal, you've got to have something that motivates you to achieve it, you'd think the goal in and of itself would motivate you. The problem is people can easily make excuses, right? We can make excuses for ourselves and say, oh, but, you know, oh, but it's going to take a while to write the book. And that's okay. But then you might say, oh, you know, I just don't feel like doing it. I have writer's block. You know, oh, I've got to study. Um, you know, if you listened to my podcast about writing while studying, you'll hear the kind of tough love I gave about uh, how to handle that situation. But in general, with a lot of things in life, you know, oh, I've got to look after kids. You know, I've got a lot of stress in my life right now. I'm just not at a place to write. And I don't think that's a big deal if you're just writing because you want to write, you know, as a hobby. I don't think it's such a big deal if you kind of say it to one side for a little while. But, I mean, it, it's a bit complex to, to discuss because then you have to consider, you know, is writing potentially something that would help you with that stress? Because it might well be the thing that you're putting off might be the thing that will actually help you deal with the stress more. You know, maybe writing would actually be a form of relief for you. Um, And by ignoring it because of the stress, you in turn allow the stress to affect you even worse. And then you don't write, you know, so then it becomes a cycle. So that's a potential possibility. So maybe you should experiment with writing in that time of stress and see if it actually helps alleviate it a little bit. It might well do. Maybe it won't, maybe it'll only add to your stress and then you'll get really annoyed. In which case maybe then that's not the correct approach but you won't know until you try will you so maybe that's something to uh try as someone who doesn't get stressed out a hell of a lot very easily and who doesn't have a lot of reasons as far as i'm concerned to be very stressed out um i don't i don't really have that as something to worry about what i'm more worried about is the time frame aspect which is that i want something done by a certain time For certain reasons. So when I was writing my first uh, manuscript. My first book. Which I completed the first draft of. I told myself. The first draft must be done. Before I start university. And that was a time frame. So I didn't write out a timetable. To ensure I'd done it. I just trusted that I would do it. Within the time frame I set for myself. So maybe I'd go a week. Without writing. But then I'd make up for it the next week. I didn't need a timetable to tell me when to, to sit down and write because the thing is I wouldn't listen to it. <laughs> I won't listen to a timetable. Um, I don't like the idea of something trying to control how I behave, which is probably why a lot of my stories are <laughs> reflecting that on some level. Um, I don't like this idea of some kind of dick system you know and and in a lot of ways to me a timetable is a bit like that I don't even like sure you create the timetable yourself but I don't even like the idea of being kind of a slave to the timetable you know that doesn't I don't like it if I sit down and write I like the idea that it's because I chose to do it if it means that I'm being lazy and I choose to not do it for an entire year that's my own fault um for some people the way they think, a timetable, as I said, would actually work for them, but not for me. It, it will make me annoyed. I won't listen to it. It's a bit like if someone's guilt-tripping you and you're aware they're guilt-tripping you and so it puts you off, you almost resist, you're actually going to be contrary to them a lot of the time. Not everyone, but it depends. But a lot of people often get very uh, contrary to somebody who they know is, they, they know this person is trying to emotionally manipulate them, if you have a timetable inanimate as it is to be the same thing if if I look at a timetable and it's like you need to sit down at seven o'clock and start writing I'm just like uh no no I don't <laughs> you know because I'm just thinking nah I don't need to do that because in my head I know that if I don't do it at seven o'clock the book will still get finished so if I knew if I knew that I was so unreliable that if I didn't give myself a system, that it wouldn't get done. That's different. Some people need a system. They have to have a system, but not me. I like that that structure is too, it's about, that's what it comes down to. Does structure make you feel confined or does it make you feel as though, you know, you've got direction and you like it? Um, I like the kind of freedom of spontaneity. I don't want to be sitting there and thinking beat for beat every moment every day about you know oh you know it's six o'clock got to do this I've never I don't know maybe it's because I was not raised with a particular structure even when I was younger and I saw some of my friends who did have that it looked really annoying you know it looked annoying to have your parents come in and it's every day at seven or six you know or eight it's dinner time and then you do like that same old structure day in day out annoyed like just seemed annoying now it seemed in a lot of ways it seemed proper it seemed like the right thing to do it seemed neat but I just didn't like it um it seemed too I don't know boring I guess (laughs) and and it's, it's it's funny because a lot of times I like to think that it's almost an ideal way of handling a household is by making sure everyone knows when everything's going on because you've got to deal with all these different people that are living in the house. But I don't know. I think I think it's it can, you know, it's a bit like the difference between outlining and discovery writing. I always say that all outliners are at one point or another a discovery writer, even if they've outlined the entire project because unless, like, it's almost. It's, it's very rare for you to, to outline something. I've not heard really any outliners say that they follow the outline to the letter, like ever. And even, I mean, you can't because you still have to be creative in your prose. You still have to be creative in how you're making one scene transition to the next. You know, um, you can outline the dialogue. You can outline the setting, you can outline which characters are in it and what's said and what what the plot is of that particular chapter or whatever but at the end of the day there still has to be a bit of free flowing going on because you still have to think of how to convey that information you can write a textbook on your magic system but you still have to have a skill that allows you to you know you still have to have that free flowing way of creating the prose right? Um, and yes, you do have to go back and edit it and whatever, but a lot. what I'm saying is that even if you're an outliner, there's going to be an element of spontaneity to your writing. This is why so many times people will say that they uh, divert, divert from the outline, you know? They're like, oh, the outline, it was going this direction, then it went in this direction, it was a completely different type of story. And that's the reason why, because spontaneity is something that comes out if you're a creative individual you're you're going to be inclined to do it here and there anyway, you know? So um I think too much structure can lessen some of the heart and some of the magic that can be in your work. You know? So a lot of times some of those best chapters that you thought of are just the ones that you kind of just came that came out of nowhere. And yes you had to kind of you know make them actually fit in properly after the fact, but that heart that was originally there where you were just free-flowing, you know, I've said it before, people say they can almost feel like sometimes they can feel the writer's excitement or how they felt when they wrote the chapter. Whether or not they can or not is another thing, but the point is is that there's definitely something to be said for that, you know, Um, and state transference and mirror neurons are real things. So who's to say that it's not in some way uh, you know, in the writing as well. And as I've said to people before, I like to view writing as an algorithm. I, in my head, there are specific ways. As I said in my previous podcast, there are specific ways I believe you can string sentences together that create certain effects. And maybe the writer wrote the sentence in a certain way, and that's what it did. Um, and so that's what spontaneity can do. So having a time frame where you're being you're allowing yourself to be more spontaneous is something that I personally enjoy I like the idea of it more than a timetable which is like an outline of what I need to do throughout the year you know I I can't like it doesn't I I don't (laughs) I don't like it which is funny and ironic because I heavily heavily outline my stories but when it comes to uh you know, life. I'm, I'm not as keen on outlining, you know, I don't keep, you know, like a little note of what I'm going to do throughout the week and all that stuff. Like, I don't really care to do that. I, I, I usually have a good enough memory to remember and uh, I'm spontaneous in most instances and it works out well for me. So when it came to writing my first draft, I was just like, I want it done before university. And that just meant however long, Like, you know, how much time do I have before I start uni at the time? It was like, you know, okay, maybe you've got about six months, let's say, right? So, okay, you've got about six months um, and you're halfway through the novel. Well, you've got six months to get it all done, right? Um, And that's it. You know, I never told myself I've got to have the entire thing finished or it's got to be published. But I just said, I've got to have the story reach, you know, uh, the end for the first draft before I start university. Why? Because I was afraid that if I didn't do that, I would start university. And then all these issues that sometimes arise, you know, like I I said in my podcast about writing while studying, you start to get this pressure and this block that comes from studying where you feel like you've got too much to do and you've got the pressure of having to study and having to revise and having to do work and write essays. And, you associate maybe Microsoft Word with essays and stuff, and then you maybe get guilty because you're writing your story instead of writing, you know, uh, doing your coursework or whatever. And those kinds of things, I was anticipating. I, I, I had heard authors, even though these authors were like a decade or two separate from me, it's still the general principle of school and responsibilities getting in your way and that's never going to change no matter how many years pass and so because those things are still very real my fear was that if I didn't finish it in that time frame then it was going to take me a lot longer than I would like to actually finish my first draft and in turn by extension the rest of the actual book and uh, and it still took me longer than I would have thought but it was a lot shorter than it would have been if I had waited until after i started university and that made me write the the entire first draft a lot faster because my fear of not reaching of not meeting that time frame was so strong that it forced me to do it so this is why you have to know yourself what actually is going to kick you into gear and make you sit down and do your writing and i'm going to be honest if you Don't think you can find something to motivate you. Maybe, as strange as it's going to sound, maybe it's just that writing's not something you're particularly that passionate about. Maybe you were passionate about it at one point and you're kind of clinging onto that, but you're not as passionate about it anymore. Um, And I'm saying this because I think too often we make identities out of things and then we stick to the identities for too long. You know, maybe you wrote a story when you were 19 and then you're 25 and you're not really into writing, but because you were so passionate at 19, you're like, no, I've got to keep going. You know, like I, I have an obligation to fulfill. I must finish it. Um, but then it's just stressing you out and you hate it. You hate the actual act of writing and you're you're not enjoying yourself. If you're not enjoying yourself, don't worry about timetables and timeframes. Honestly, I would say write something else. And if that's not working, maybe try a different kind of hobby. Maybe it's just that writing is not for you you know, um, anymore, you know, we grow out of things and just because older people write doesn't mean you can't grow out of writing too. So it may just not be your thing anymore, you know? Um, and if that's the case, that that's perfectly fine, you know, find something else that you can invest your time into because the worst thing you can do to yourself is invest all this time into something that you actually don't even enjoy, you know? So you should be able to find a joy in writing. Uh, in something, and if it's really that bothersome, my taste, take some time out, you know, um, give yourself a longer time frame. Like I say, if timetables work for you, then use them. They don't work for me, but time frames do work for me. Um, saying to myself, I better get this done in six months or I better get this done in two weeks actually works because it, it, it makes me dedicated because i can see how far ahead it is that it needs to be done because i give myself a definitive date and i'm like it has to be done by this day and because i say that i get in competition with myself and i'm like right it better get done before then you know um i like to use a lot of holidays as kind of uh as kind of points at which i'm like right it better be done before easter or it better be done before christmas you know better be done before my birthday um And I, and I even have that with my birthday now, you know, so I'm like, I want certain things done before my birthday. And so because of that, it forces me to try and push a lot harder, but you've got to actually care, you know, about those things. You've got to truly be in that real competition with yourself. So you have to know yourself quite well. And that's how all of these things work with times, timeframes, timetables, you know, goals, you have to know what's actually going to get you to sit down and do the work um so yeah that's pretty much it uh it's pretty much all I've got to say about that like I say be sure to keep a lookout for the short story that um I'm going to be putting out soon I'm not sure again who knows the time frame is within a week to two weeks let's hope that I get in a strong enough competition with myself that I force myself to finish it I've actually done a fair amount of it so I don't think it'll take that long but Again, no guarantees. So, that's all I've got to say. And I'm out. Peace.